0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.
1: This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au.
2: Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a change. Yeah.
1: The roundup on Joy 94.9. From the nitty to the gritty.
2: For a fault to develop two years after the aircraft actually enters service, it's almost guaranteed to be a manufacturing fault.
1: The outright political
2: You can't pay your respects to somebody that has left down a coal mine.
1: The frightfully bizarre. I would tell George Bush, I didn't have the grounds to call him a racist. And everything in between. I'm not lesbian. I'm not even kinda lesbian. You're listening to Joy 94.9 and this is The Roundup.
3: Yes, welcome to another huge show. You're listening to the Roundup on Joy 949, your one stop shop for all the latest news and opinionated current affairs from right around the globe to right here in our very own backyard. I'm Anastasia, and joining me on the panel tonight is the very handsome Michael. Oh,
0: thank you, Anastasia. And of course,
3: the stunning Ellie. Oh, thank you, Anastasia. How are you guys doing?
0: We're very good.
3: Brilliant. Now, on tonight's show, we relive London's darkest days. I bring you all the hottest gossip straight out of Hollywood, and we also have have a very special surprise on the way. Stick around to find out what we've got up our sleeve. But first, Michael has the News and Current Affairs Roundup.
0: Hi there, Michael Pinterbonner here with a News and Current Affairs wrap on the Roundup. And the boy who ended the life of teenager Cameron Lowe after drinking 15 energy drinks has been sentenced to four years in jail. The youth, who cannot be named for legal reasons, was remorseful upon sentencing, but has pleaded guilty to the assault. Lowe died in 2010 after posting on his Facebook that he felt sore because of a punch he received in the head. Liberal Finance Minister Penny Wong has announced that she's expecting her first child with her long-term partner Sophie Alouche. Wong, a strong advocate of GLBTI rights, has brushed off criticism that the decision was politically motivated as rubbish, saying that the decision to start a family has nothing to do with politics. Wong and Alouche are expecting their firstborn in December. More than 700 people have lined the streets of Melbourne at the weekend in a mass illegal gay wedding. Melbourne personality Tracy Bartram led the affair as the pro-equality crowd fought for marriage equality. The protest comes a week after the Tasmanian Labour Party joined most other Labour camps around the nation in endorsing gay marriage. Similar events were held in other state capitals around the country. And less than a month after the adult version of MasterChef has wrapped up, Junior MasterChef is set to take to our screens. Insiders reckon this year's bunch of kids is the most talented they've seen yet and are telling audiences to brace themselves. Meanwhile, Channel 10 has hit PR mode after the $30 million production of The Renovators, polled in at number 14 overnight with just 600,000 viewers nationally. 14 spots behind nines hit the block, which came in at number one with almost 2.5 million viewers across the country. And that is the news and current affairs wrap on The Roundup. Back to you ladies.
1: Hey, Mike. Very good news about Penny Wong. Congratulations, Penny. And wonderful to be, well, not the very first out proud Member of Parliament, but pretty close to it, I reckon.
0: And they're having a baby. And you know a couple that can't have a baby?
1: Who can't have a baby? Bert and Ernie. <laughs> uh, is that because they're puppets, Mike?
0: That's Muppets, the technical definition, <laughs> not puppets. And interesting news here, yeah. Sesame Street, the Sesame Street creators, Jim Henson studio, have come out saying that Bert and Ernie are not gay um, and that they're just... Friends who are very different and it's all about teaching kids that you can be friends with people who are polar opposites to you but gay groups reckon that but this is rubbish why
3: do they sleep in the same bed they don't
0: they sleep in separate beds oh, okay. that's a wildly widely misquoted Oh, Quote.
3: they sleep next to each other.
0: In separate beds. In separate beds. But they're not homosexuals. But the thing is, gay rights groups are saying, hey, this is a role model, and a healthy example of a gay relationship for young children. Yeah. Should we be teaching equality and different types of relationships to kids from, you know, the get-go? Yeah, but do Bert
1: and Ernie actually need to get married for kids to know that? Surely Sesame Street have done other kind of gay-friendly stuff without forcing Bert and Ernie to get married because they don't sleep in the same bed. So what does that say? Yeah, but my it's parents not a very good marriage, is it? Well, my grandparents don't either, but this is Bert and Ernie. They're young and hip, kind of, aren't they? They're you
0: yeah, <laughs> they are very young and hip it though. It is one
3: of the very important questions we need to ask here. <laughs> yes, and if,
0: if you've got an opinion on Bert and Ernie, 0427JOY949 is the number. And obviously the riots in London have been on everybody's lips. It's been incredibly controversial. A lot of people really don't know why they started or you know where we're going to go from there to help us answer those questions next on The Roundup is Dr. Benoit Campmark from RMIT University. In the meantime, a little bit of Kylie Minogue with Aphrodite.
3: Hottest remixes. Join ninety four point nine. Tell me that you really want me. I need to bump a baby tonight. Think about a baby on that. Boy, you know
4: you for a tell me that you really want me. I need to bump a baby tonight. Think about a maybe-
1: Hey, this is Ruby Rose, and you're listening to the Roundup on Joy
3: 94.9. That's right, this is the Roundup with Ellie, Anastasia, and Michael. Make sure you hit us up right now with your opinions and comments. SMS 0427 Joy 949 and call 1300 Joy 949.
0: Now, a week after the UK's worst riots in over a decade, the death toll has hit five, and waves of looters face court in all night sessions at Westminster. Meanwhile, the world is still scratching its head trying to work out exactly what happened. To help us shed some light on this is RMIT Professor Dr. Benoit Katmark. Welcome back to the Roundup, Dr. Katmark.
2: so oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Now,
3: we've seen countless images over the past week of what's been going on over there. Um, now, why, is, why has this act, the riots, been going on for such a long time?
2: Well, the riots have arisen because of a considerable amount of disaffection that uh, is existing in many parts of England. So what's tended to happen is that this is a boil over from a very unhappy society, especially a very unhappy, youthfully disaffected society.
3: Why, why are they so unhappy?
2: Well, when you consider the unemployment rates between ages of 16 and 24, there are about a million unemployed in Britain of that category. They're the worst uh, section um, disaffected people since 1980, that, that particular proportion. Um, there are, there's a huge dropout rate in school, um, and uh, there are considerable... Uh, number of instances of poverty there's not a sufficient council housing and so forth so there are huge problems in Britain at the moment
3: And why are they being overlooked by the government I guess?
2: Because they're not considered that relevant anymore I think what has happened is that uh, with austerity measures that are happening now but even before that the the drives of economic rationalism and so forth have taken place they're not really that relevant anymore in the programs of government which is really unfortunate
1: So this has been going for a long time and um, it's crossed Different parts of London and also different, pa- you know, other cities in the UK. Should we be looking at all of this conflict as a single event, or should we be looking at it as separate events?
2: No. Uh, what tends to happen in riots is that they look uh, like spontaneous acts and so forth, but in actual fact, a lot of these things arise because of specific causes, and there is an underlying rationale here. Um, and uh, the disaffection that has arisen is a definite outcome of economic circumstances and so and um, specific dilapidated, run-down areas and so forth. There is certainly something there to take seriously. So it's a series of events that have a common theme. There's no question about that.
1: And Prime Minister David Cameron has suggested that if convicted of riot-related offences, some of those people and their families could be evicted from their public housing. And, you know, there's like over 100,000 people have signed a petition in the UK calling for anyone convicted of rioting to lose their state benefits. Why is that? Why is that so punitive? What's... What's going on?
2: What's going on is that it's the punitive approach, it's the idea that um, if individuals commit these offences, uh, then they are to be given the hard hand, but the state has always given the hard hand uh, to these individuals. Under new labour, the position taken was distinctly um, harsh in, in terms of uh, and, you know, policing and control and so forth, but this doesn't solve the problem.
1: Can you suggest another way that could solve this problem for the future?
2: Well, one thing is to make sure that the schools function. That might be starters. And then the second thing also is the, uh, that the austerity approach does not work. Um, it's seen time and time again that slashing budgets when it comes to social programs does not work in these instances. It also further alienates the very society that these sorts of things, if you like, the safety net is meant to protect. So that's one of the fundamental problems. There.
1: And I guess we, you know, we're looking at kind of we think we live in a democracy but, and, you know, we have this fantastic welfare state that looks after people. But um, in Britain, one third of the under 18s live in poverty. Um, And there's, you know, authoritarian statements from Boris Johnson and David Cameron. So, you know, how meaningful are thoughts of democracy here?
2: Well, democracy is a very nominal term. It's it's there, but it it exists in a very limited sense. Uh, The question is democracy, but for whom? I mean, these individuals, how relevant is democracy when, as uh, a French writer once said, how relevant is democracy when a person sleeps under a bridge and another lives in the castle? So one has to ask oneself about the equality issues about a society that claims to be democratic and that's the fundamental problem
1: yeah. Um, thank you very much. C- can you um, suggest for us before we we have to oh. sign off where to from here for the government or where to from here for for Britain really, I guess in terms of these riots?
2: Well, I suppose one measure is not to take a harsh stance on this. I think one of the things has to be a conciliatory measure towards not to—there's no uh, helping, passing, um, you know, being harsh to these protesters. Remember, in the same society where bankers um, were responsible for a considerable problem of the economic uh, downturn and the crisis— they were proceeded to give, be given bailouts and in some cases a promotion. I think it would state, it would be a very bad statement to these individuals if they were to be punitively treated. So the first thing is to be more conciliatory to them. The second thing is to look at the social programs in place and to see what can be done. Fantastic.
0: Thank you very much. That was Dr. Benoit Kempmark from r to university with his take on the London riots and what's behind them. Now you have to stick around on the Roundup. We have got a world first and exclusive to our show and you have to stick around to find out what that is. That's next on the Roundup. Mm-hmm.
3: Joy 94.9, now giving you more divas than any other radio station. Uh, That was Aretha Franklin with I Say A Little Prayer and you're with Ellie, Anastasia and Michael on The Roundup.
0: Now don't forget you can visit us on Facebook. Visit facebook.com forward slash The Roundup on Joy 94.9.
1: Hey, Anastasia and Mike, Mm. did you say before that we've got a Never Been Done Before exclusive on Joy happening right now?
0: I think we might have.
1: Oh, well, I think I might know what that is. Ooh. intriguing. Well, there's a very special event happening now as we speak right this very moment in the southern suburbs of Melbourne, there are a group of friends gathered together for a pretty special occasion.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So, in fact, they're all t- gathered together for some very special people.
0: Okay. Now, you've yep. got me listening, Ali.
1: Mm, and uh, are you listening, Rowena Do Our very good friend, Rowena Do came into the studio a few days ago to record um, a message for somebody that's uh, pretty dear to that group of people. And uh, are you ready to play it, Mike?
4: I think I am. This is really exciting. Susie, you may think we are all here for Luke Gallagher's birthday, but I really want to say something in front of all our friends here tonight and all our family and friends listening to Joy. We've been together for 14 exciting and fabulous years, and every day is different and amazing. I love you so much and can't imagine my life without you. So I want to know if you will be mine into the future. Please take this ring as a symbol of my enduring love.
1: That is... The most amazing, most romantic and sweetest thing ever. And I cannot imagine what's happening in that restaurant right now.
0: No, me neither. Is there...
1: Are there screams? Are there tears? Stick around with us because we're going to find out after this what happened.
3: favourite shows all weekend only on Joy 94.9 yes you're on The Roundup on Australia's only gay and lesbian radio station give us a call on 1300 Joy 949
1: or visit
0: us on Facebook it's theroundup.com forward slash theroundup.com facebook.com forward slash the roundup on joy 94.9
1: and we've just had an exclusive moment on joy the wonderful rowena do came into the studio a few days ago and pre-recorded her proposal to her beautiful girlfriend uh susie green and um so they've just heard that they all got together um at a restaurant on the pretense of it being somebody's birthday and so we've we've got have we got rowena on the phone you've got rowena on the phone hello darling what did she say <laughs> she said yes of course yes, yes,
4: yes. Well, she cried did she, and she said yes.
1: <laughs> okay and did you get down on one knee
4: oh my god of course I did I love this woman she's been my life partner for 14 years and I know it took me a while to get there but I got finally on my knees
1: <laughs> <laughs> well done and did you need some help to stand up again are you are um, you still down there
4: No, no, that was fine. It was just actually getting down to the knee was the hardest part.
1: (laughs) Good. Now, can you paint the picture for us, Rowena, about how much effort you went to (laughs) to make this happen?
4: Well... I went. We organised it to be a Luke Gallagher's birthday. Luke Gallagher's birthday is not for another fifteen days or something. But I knew that all our friends are friends with Luke Gallagher, so it would not be a surprise to have all our friends together. We had it at Ice Cafe with the lovely Liam Quinn, who is a great uh, supporter of, of Joy Melbourne, right? And so him playing Joy at, on a Monday night would not be out of the you know realm of possibilities. So he's playing Joy. And then, of course, I organised with you, Ellie, and the lovely Michael, to pre-record and to organise this. It was actually, Ellie, yours and your partner, Penny's wonderful idea to come up with this. So all our friends in, um, in Brisbane and, you know, family in Brisbane and our friends in Melbourne are all listening, which is fantastic. They can all be a part of this very, very special occasion. So I can't say thank you enough.
1: To you guys, so you, amazing. you're a very sneaky lady because you roped in. You not only roped in the owner of a cafe, one of your very <laughs> good friends, Luke, a radio station. <laughs> you've you've conned all of you've asked all of your friends to turn up somewhere under and and keep it all a secret. I believe you had some help to sneakily get a ring as well. Is that right?
4: Exactly. The fabulous uh, Lucy Fletcher. I can't begin today. If Anyone needs to buy rings, talk to Lucy. Lucy Whelan. Sorry, so she's married now. Um, uh, she is the Not Fries Maid from Hell, and she's amazing, so I recommend her. I'll, I'll Text me. I'll give you a number. Great. Um, so now... Did, at, Susie had no Susie idea. Had, did she have
1: any idea? No. None
4: whatsoever. She did think we were here for Luke Gallagher's birthday. Oh, wonderful. Fantastic. Great. And the guys here at Ice Cafe have been fantastic. So I recommend it. The food's been amazing. The drinks been amazing. And we are going to pate. Excellent. Do you want to put Susie
1: on for a sec? She doesn't want to talk because she's quite emotional. <laughs> well, <laughs> Lina, can That's you crying.
0: can you tell us the, the look on Susie's face when you actually... Oh, yeah. When she heard that?
4: Sorry, what was that? Can Michael? you Sorry. tell us
0: what the look on her face was like when she heard that on the radio?
4: Absolutely shocked. So when you played that song, which is our song, "Say a Little Prayer," we danced. Yeah. Right. And then um, um, when I when you played my pre recorded bit, I got down on my knees, and then I said the words to her, and then the whole audience here went. What are they doing? <laughs> That's what they did. So. Oh, we like
0: it. We like it. That's fantastic. So, so glad that we could be a part of something that's obviously uh, a very big moment in your lives. Good yeah, luck she, to you.
4: Oh, thank you, Michael. We, we couldn't have done it without you guys, and she still can't talk. She's absolutely speechless.
0: Well, that would be really a did, first. She,
4: I know, and she really giggles with Gallagher's birthday.
0: <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, as I said, congratulations, and good luck to you guys. We're so glad that we could help you out there, Rowena. That was Rowena do who had just proposed on air to her longtime
1: partner Susie. Su- so if you have a proposal story or an opinion about gay marriage SMS us on 0427 JOY949, email us on air at joy.org.au, jump on our Facebook page which is the Roundup on Facebook or of course you can telephone the lovely Robert on 1300 JOY949 and let us know what you think about all of that
4: I wanna see you peacock, cock, you peacock, cop. Your peacock cock cock Your peacock I want to see a peacock cock
3: cock Your peacock cock Your peacock cock cock Your peacock Flutter on the street you've
0: got something to show me Something for everybody weekends, weekends on joy Weekends
4: on joy yeah.
0: You are listening to The Roundup on Joy 94.9 with Anastasia Ali, and Michael that was Katy Perry with Peacock
1: what a great song that is hey we've just um we've just experienced a first on joy the the one a wonderful friends have proposed One wonderful friend has proposed to the other on air. It was a big secret. The other one didn't know about it. It's all very romantic and there was tears and dancing and all sorts of things. And we've had quite a bit of feedback about it. So Dave says we've come very far down the yellow brick road of equality and our journey is almost at an end. Let's hope so, Dave. Let, Let us hope so. Scott says, oh, that was so beautiful. Reminds me of when that guy proposed to his boyfriend at the Kylie concert in Perth this year. Did you know about that, Mike? I did. I did. Oh, yes. Emily says defenders of heterosexual only marriage undermine their cause by refusing to recognize that their respect to concern for marriage and family is shared by many supporters of same sex marriage. Good point, Emily. And Jenny says my girlfriend got down on one knee at a picnic in Dalesford. So romantic. We had a huge party with all our friends and family, but no formal ceremony. No point if it's not recognized, sad face.
0: Oh, let us know your thoughts. 0427 Joy 949. It's
1: gossip time,
0: on the roundup, celebs are bad, that we found out Anastasia, and the crew will tell you what they did to Madonna's bad, Britney's sad, Lady Gaga's wearing a bag, it's gossip time, gotta go, gotta get on, gossip time, with the show, gossip time.
3: Yes, it is gossip time again, your favourite time of the week, isn't it? it? And boy, do I have some interesting things up my sleeve today. One, I think this headline writes itself, if you ask me. What star has just gotten pregnant? I don't know. Hilary Duff. What? (laughs) Up the Duff. (laughs) Yep. Hilary Duff is up the Duff that writes itself. She's married, isn't she? Yeah, she's only been married a year. Okay, Um, but yeah, she's that's pretty normal. Yeah. Now, um, Jessica Alba is a mum again. She gave birth to a baby girl on Saturday, and it's called uh, it. Sorry, she is called (laughs) Haven Garner. Haven. Haven Garner Warren, and and her other daughter is called. Honour. So Haven and Honour are the names of the kids. Oh, it
0: sounds like Haven gone a warrant.
3: (laughs) Um, It turns out she was craving watermelon during her pregnancy and it turns out her little girl, Honour, wanted... The baby to actually be a boy, oh. but wanted to call it Sophie. So,
0: <laughs> I want a brother called Sophie. <laughs> Fair enough. I uh, want brothers called
3: Sophie. Uh, the infamous Tara Reid. Do you remember her back in the day? She she was so drunk at an awards ceremony, her entire half of her top fell off, and she flashed half of herself.
0: Vaguely, there's been yeah. a lot of moments. American like
3: that. Pie fame, blah 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 blah. She just got married hours after she got engaged. Oh. Uh, she posted on Twitter that she just got engaged. And on the same day, she posted, just got married. To so, who? Um, some nor- uh, Danish entrepreneur. Oh. And she's only been seeing him since November last year. So it's a pretty quick marriage. And also, she was engaged to someone else earlier that year before they met. Oh,
0: wow. She just sounds like she loves love.
3: I know. I'm not sure how it's going to go. Something that reminded me of my troubles last week when I lost my iPhone. Oh,
0: yes. Oh, Anastasia left her iPhone at Nando's and nobody stole it. So... That's yeah. great. It people. is very good. <laughs> very good.
3: Um, but another person who had a hissy fit because they lost their iPhone, Paris Hilton. Oh, she would. And it, and she, she lost two phones, and she basically, uh, she was on a, she was on a flight. Turns out, um, were they
0: on the plane?
3: Uh yeah. And then when <laughs> she got off it, she couldn't find the phones in her bag. There's um, police investigating it and everything, oh, which is God. so uh, yeah. Exactly. Why does she
0: have two phones? I don't know. So that's why she can call herself and be like, I'm Paris Hilton. I'm so popular. (laughs) I get calls all the time. And she calls herself.
3: Now, um... Anne Hathaway has uh, revealed that she's a massive fan of um, what? He, what's her name? Um, Kate Middleton. There you go. Oh,
0: actually, there's a likeness between the two of them.
3: Well, this is what I've got to say because I find it one extremely bland star admiring another extremely <gasps> bland star. Anne
0: Hathaway. Is and not I know bland. I'm gonna, I
3: know I'm gonna ruffle some feathers over this, but I find them extremely bland. They're both beautiful. They both have lovely clothes, but they're just. It's not like.
0: But are we now calling Kate Middleton a star? Seriously. She walked down the aisle as a bridesmaid in a pretty dress with a nice bottom, apparently. Not really my thing. And she's now, she's now she's a star.
3: She's a royal now. She's not. She's married into the royal. Oh, but that's
0: like saying, well, say you marry someone famous. That's like me wasn't saying a royal I'm royal either. To but she married the
3: prince. Who's- yeah, that's she just married the prince. Oh,
0: I thought we were talking about Pippa Middleton. Wrong no. Middleton. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, wrong one. Kate Middleton's no. great. We like her.
3: Well, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not but raving about. That her does
0: fashion. prove your point. If I'm thinking about Pippa before Kate, obviously Pippa is the more exciting of the exactly. two because she's got the bottom thing happening. Exactly. Mm.
3: Now, um, Kings of Leon. We all know that they're having some really big problems in the band. Or do you know that they're having some big problems no, in the band? No. Well, they are because basically their lead singer has had a massive drunken uh, like. Crazy episode on stage um, over in America recently.
0: So people listening, Anastasia does a crazy move when she does crazy.
3: <laughs> anyway, um, they there was rumours that the band had actually kicked him out, and this is a band of brothers, right? Okay. Um, so they he was supposedly kicked out. Now he's not, and guess who's piped up over this incident?
0: Britney Spears.
3: Close. Mandy Moore. Hanson. Hanson? Where where on earth have these guys been since like 15 years ago and why are they coming to us now? They're
0: serious rockers now.
3: Are they? Yes,
0: yes. They're like an underground band. (sighs) Serious rockers.
3: Underground. Serious. Anyway, and my final one is for you, Michael. Is it
0: Britney? It is Britney. Oh, I love a bit of Britney. And
3: who do you think she gave a dirty little uh, lap dance to in Canada?
0: I know the answer to this.
3: Oh, okay. Well. Can
0: I say? Yeah. That Paulie D guy from Jersey Shore. From Jersey
3: Shore. Mm. So usually she picks one person to gyrate against every show, and I'm not sure if it was lucky for her or unlucky for her. It was Paulie D. I wouldn't want hair is big though. It's yeah. It's I wouldn't want to touch him with a ten. In other Britney
0: Spears news, right? She is obviously doing a Femme Fatale tour, just in case you don't know, and she's filmed it for three in three D for DVD release, which is the first time that a Britney Spears concert will be released on DVD since the uh, Dream Within a Dream tour, which was when she did Slave for You. So, yeah, interesting why Britney fact there. Michael,
1: you know far way too much about Britney oh, Spears. It? No, you
3: don't. I thought you broke up with
0: Britney. Oh, no, no. You
3: it's like getting back again, with isn't?
0: your ex. <laughs> you don't talk about it, but you do it. Well, that was
1: the gossip for today. And back over to you guys. Yes, you're with Ali, Anastasia and Michael, of course, on The Roundup on Join 94.9. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Roundup. Let us know what you think, SMS, phone or email. You know how to do it.
0: Hey there, I'm Adam Lambert and you're listening to Joy 94.9. Thank you, Adam Lambert. You are listening to The Roundup on Joy 94.9 with Anastasia Alley and myself, Michael. We've had a huge show tonight. We've had our very first proposal on air. Thank you very much, Susie and Rowena. It was very nice. It was beautiful. Touched my little heart. (laughs) And we've also talked about something not as touching, the riots in London, and we had a great chat with Dr. Binoy Kampak from RMIT University. Heaps of feedback on 0427JOY949.
3: Yes, there has been tonnes of of feedback on the London riots. And just one of them here was um, from Janet, wake up Australia,
1: this will happen here. That would be a bit scary, that's wouldn't all, it? It's
0: already happened here. Cast your mind back Cronulla a couple riots. of years. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, Jack says, the PM can't say it's not about poverty, but as the old Steve Winwood song goes, while you are at sea, take a chance. What? Oh, I don't know. And that's, While
3: you see a chance, take Take it? it?
1: Oh, Thanks, Anastasia, <laughs> and that's what the—that's what these people who live in poverty did. I think that's what um I've part never of heard
0: what that saying before. When you're at sea, take a chance. Is that when like when you
1: see a chance, take it? When you're at yeah. sea,
0: oh, so when you've no. got nothing, <laughs>
1: we we oh okay, there's no
0: sea in no, this there's metaphor. No, sea. No. Oh, but it does anyway, make
1: sense. Moving along, David says, "Well, it sounds as if they're going to hell in a handcart there in the UK." Hell in a handbag. Uh, hell, hell in a hand uh, cut. Maybe hell in your handbag. I don't have a handbag. <laughs> Abe says, let's hope it never
3: comes to this in Australia. England has a long and bloody history of violence. This is just the latest chapter. It's as though it's in their blood. Even simpler, like a football match will set them off. You won't see me at the Olympics. But hey, listen about it. We are, a lot of us are from England in the
1: way back, so that means it comes back not, to us. I'm not. Hands
0: up, I'm completely not English.
1: Every, look, there are so <laughs> many cultures throughout history that have a history of violence. I think if you look anywhere in our past and even in our present, Australia is participating in wars, we can say that we have um, a bloody history of violence as well. So I don't think it's just the UK, but certainly, yeah, it's pretty, we wouldn't see the same sort of violence at a football match here as what we do over there. But anyway, pretty,
0: pretty much the human condition in many respects you know we compete well, it's we that fight
1: group mentality that mm. kind of group behaviour isn't it so ivan says police um, p- police could also start cracking down on behaviour bad behaviour here by starting to crack down on hoons and closing down nightclubs
0: now have you seen sorry just to change the topic briefly have you seen the um, new london olympics logo which has yes, <laughs> which has the, the, the guy Hooligan, running, away. running away with one of the olympic rings mm, i thought that was funny
3: now, uh, Peter says if the police did their job, there would be no re- need for vigilante groups. I don't, ag- I don't agree with this because um, I think that there is so much, there, there's so much poverty that you know that it just it's created such a group sort of movement of unhappiness that there wouldn't be much that the police could do anyway. The people are so unhappy they're just going out and reacting
1: Yeah and this email from Vincent kind of supports that the riots in Britain should be a frightening reminder for all of us. These were not unemployed or disaffected youth but in many oh, hang on, no it's not, it's the opposite but in many instances educated, unemployed middle class and wealthy kids. It's a sad testament to the state of our society and global culture today where there is a severe dearth of leadership and complete abdication of values and personal responsibility in a quest for the shortest and easiest path to wealth and success with little, or no effort. Well, I that, think yeah. there were, you know, because the thing is that the hoons were when they were um, ransacking and kind of t- taking clothes out of buildings and st- you know out of shops. They were trying them on. Mm. You know, it was a fashion statement. Well, it was about thing. like, artist, I just, I you know.
3: I heard, um, I heard an interview with some one of the kids on the streets, and and they were asking, oh, um, you know, can you, can you actually afford this stuff? And they're like, yeah, we can. But we're just taking the opportunity to take it yeah. So I think there is a big divide There's, there's people that are actually stealing stuff um, Because they can And then there are people who are m- actually unhappy with life
1: But I think but- it could be both, Anastasia oh, those, absolutely Those are disaffected youths They've dropped out of school They've had poor parenting They've been living in kind of ghettos of unemployment And um, poverty and kind of, you know, poor education so Maybe they can afford those clothes, but they're still incredibly unhappy and disaffected youth. So, you know, they, it, they're they not mutually exclusive, that that ability to afford stuff and being that, that way. Anyhow. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Heaps of feedback there, guys, on 0427JOY949. We do have a few in on the marriage proposal, so we'll get to one or two of them in just a moment. First, though, a little bit of Rihanna with Cheers. Drink to that. No, Taking shots in here. You want one? Ah! yeah! yeah! Rihanna, with cheers, drink to that. You are listening to The Roundup with Ali, Anastasia and Michael on Joy 94.9. Big show, lots of feedback
1: tonight. We did, indeed. We talked earlier about uh, Penny Wong's good news and uh, Josie says, We Australians are used to Penny Wong, although the press have rarely acknowledged it. It has always been obvious that she is gay by the masculine way she dresses and her dominant manner in Parliament. We can tolerate that because that's the way she is. What? There you
3: go. Okay. Okay. Cool. And, and I think that's all that we have time for today. <laughs> that so. is all
0: that we have time for today. Remember, <laughs> you can visit us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash The Roundup on Joy 94.9. Coming up, it is The Spirit Room on Australia's only gay and lesbian radio station.
2: G'day, guys. Kylie Minogue's television brother here, Craig McLaughlin. You're listening to Australia's gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. That was my best radio voice. To
1: find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9.
4: Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air